Awesome. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Reframe Your Brain. I'm Danielle Kent. I'm a speech-language pathologist. And I'm Leah Safran. I'm a speech-language pathologist also. We're coming to you today for a quick little blip on leadership. And we're going to do a two-part, maybe even more on this. Yeah. But today, lots of parts. <laughs> lots of parts on leadership. But today we're going to talk a little bit about what leadership is and how to define it. Mm-hmm. And I think this came up, it's been coming up a lot for us in terms of when we talk about teams we're working with and really identifying some strong leaders. And so it got us talking about what, what leadership is mm-hmm. and what that means. Right, and what it can look like um, and what, what purpose what kind of function it serves. Um, So we were just talking a little bit about, before we press the record button, a little bit about um, what, what, how do we define leadership? And Danielle was, was talking about how, you know, we've both sort of encountered how people think of leadership as a, in in terms of power Mm -hmm. and control. um, And that definitely, you know, in terms of authority or, yeah, if you're in a sort of a hierarchical work setting, there might the the, the director or the the CEO, CEO or, the, or the yes, you know they're they're definitely in a leadership position. Yes, um, but I think we've both been finding that there are ways that leadership can pop up in in other other roles that aren't necessarily sort of at the top of the the pyramid. Yes. Yeah, and I think what you just said, I think for me, when I read the book, I think we talked about it, Leaders Eat Last, Mm -hmm. that book by Simon, I forget his last name. It was a good book, but it just got me thinking about, you know, leadership doesn't always necessarily mean you're the one in most power or you have the most control, but it really means for me, you know, as a leader, it means somebody is, you know, people are looking to you and you're setting an example not necessarily because everybody's watching. You're not doing it because everybody's watching. Right. But you're setting an example because you're working to, to lead, just to blaze the path for what is the best possible within your field or within your specialty or within whatever you're doing. Yeah, and I think of leadership also in terms of sort of um, come moving from a place of integrity and mm-hmm. um, and having some clarity in behind your intentions of what you're doing and how how that is something that I, you know I sort of think happens often but when I stop and look around at like even the things I do and why I'm doing them and, and my reasons for doing them I think that when I'm able to have more clarity mm-hmm. about those things that's when other people will comment to me and say oh I noticed you were doing this and I found it really helpful and I start to realize like Oh, this is sort of an example of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm leading from a place of clarity and that makes it more evident to other people that there's there's focus and there's intention behind what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and it's not that those things are, it's not that I'm doing those things for other people's attention or even for other mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. but they become more evident when there's that kind of motivation behind them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a huge that that point in and of itself that you're not looking to intentionally kind of lead maybe or maybe that you are, but that you're really focused on your own path and you're really focused on what you're doing. Right. Because you can be a leader, you know, within a sole organization, right? It can be just you, but people can still look to you as a leader, mm-hmm. you know, within whatever you're doing and, and moving forward with. And I think. Um, something you had said that you just wrote down was leading from where you are. Mm-hmm. And that whole point of, you know, sometimes within 
organizations, people might think, well, I'm not the CEO or I'm not the manager, so I can't be a leader. Right. But clearly we've seen examples on teams where, you know, not the maybe necessarily the superintendent or the, the SPED, you know, but really steps up as a leader mm-hmm. in, in thinking about, you know, what defines that? What, what do we see in them that really identifies leaders for us? And, you know, coming from that place, because clearly it really does show sometimes when you see a person that's stepping up, that's, you know, really being equally supportive of team members. Right. I think that's a big thing is they're not just stepping up for themselves or stepping up for team members. They're kind of looking for ways they can help. They're looking for ways to support other people. Right. So it's not, it's not about that just one person. Right. And I think it, it also changes from setting to setting. So mm-hmm. there are definitely times where I think of leaders as the, the people who are listening for the opportunities for problem solving, mm-hmm. who hear that there's a communication breakdown and you know slow things down and bring everyone's attention to that and address that in an effective way where everyone has a voice and so that the conversation can continue in a generative way yeah. or other situations where the the leader is more the person who kind of steps back and says like wow everyone's got great ideas but we need to bring some cohesion to all of this mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and yeah that doesn't always need to be the person who is paid the most right or the person who you know is, is yeah. quote unquote um, in charge right. you know i think that that kind of leading works the best when it's a shared responsibility yes um yes Especially within an organization where everyone has, you know, pretty similar roles yeah. for that, for everyone to feel comfortable kind of stepping into that, that, you know, um, sort of active, active sort of group facilitator role yes. in a way. Yes. Um, I think, you I mean, there's, there's tons of, you know, images and whatever you want to call them that you see where a leader says, let's go. Right. You know, so like a, you know, quote unquote boss will say, do this. Right. So I think of a leader as somebody who's really empowering other people to rise up, rise up with me, maybe even above me, but rise up, you know, grow to your greatest potential. And that necessarily, again, doesn't have to mean somebody that's under, quote unquote, under you. Right. You know, but that's always kind of encouraging people to be the best version of themselves. I think the 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 descriptions that you and I both keep coming up with really don't align with a hierarchical model. Mm-hmm. You know, they're no. really more about um, something that's more um, egalitarian in a sense, yes. in terms of the value that each person brings to a team, and d- regardless of what it, the individual team members you know, titles or responsibilities are that everyone's voice is valued. And so when that's the case, anyone can be a leader and everyone has the skill to lead. Yes. Um, That's an important, that's an important thing to to state is, you know, everyone has that potential within them to be a leader. It's there. Um, You know, I think everybody can be developed and can work to be a leader. I mean, I, I do think leaders are, are made they're they're um they're kind of formed they develop themselves mm-hmm. you know as some you know they talk about some people being naturally born leaders quote unquote but you know due to personality traits but i think you know and what we're talking about in that sense you you can develop into that person mm-hmm. for certain and some leaders are very quiet you yes. know it doesn't have to be a, a public sort of in the limelight kind of center of attention type of leadership i think that's what the idea of leading from where you are 
it sort of suggests is that the role that you're in or the responsibilities that you have or the skills that you bring to a team are are enough mm-hmm. and you don't you don't need to be a different kind of person you can use those skills to the you know the to the to the like most capacity that you can and and that's demonstrating like leading with integrity leading with leading yourself with integrity and um sincerity and and that that really shows other people you know it's an example of how to be a part of a team um which I, I think it, it is hard to find sometimes mm. those examples of strong team dynamics. Yes. Um, because there's often this power struggle that emerges. Yes. And, um, you know, a lot of the times the teams we work with are, are within these more hierarchically structured settings. And yes. so it, there, there is a sort of natural gravitation towards that model. But to to move away from that a little bit and think about um, what it would what it might be like what leaders might look like if if everyone at the team at the table is a leader yeah I think it, you and I will talk maybe more about this next podcast but when we identify the presence of a leader in a team or, or wherever we are you can really see communication is flowing most right. of the time yes it's it's pretty open mm-hmm. things feel pretty transparent um, it's okay to ask questions. Okay to ask questions. It's safe to ask questions. Right. I mean, it's promoting this culture where we can openly talk about things. We can right. openly communicate. We've got a level of respect um, and a level of open dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's when we have, when we have identified the presence of a leader. There's been really strong communication, right, in all domains. There's a lot of encouragement for individuals to bring their unique perspectives to a conversation to be focused on like creation and creativity um, and versus the idea that there's just one way to do something or there's a right way to do something. Um, Finding, yeah. I'm sorry, you were going to say something. I was also going to say open communication in, in its truest form. So not just encouraging other people to, to communicate, but also being receptive to that communication and, and feedback and, 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 being able to have difficult conversations as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and when I think about some of the best leaders we both know, they're ones who are not afraid to step into that mm-hmm. that domain, difficult conversations, and, you know, just be present in those. Instead of, like, pushing them off or getting right. angry or, you know, whatever it might be, just being able to sit in those conversations. And, and to sit in those conversations in a kind way yes. that is, you know, recognizing the difficulty of them and at the same time recognizing the... Um, you know the that that the the people involved are coming from a place of either concern or yes. you know something that there there's not an assumption of a, a hidden agenda or um, something sort of more malicious at yeah. play. It's really about this is a, a hard topic, and so let's all come together and talk about it, even yes. and acknowledge that it's challenging. Yeah, I think in our next maybe in the next or the a couple podcasts later we're going to talk about some examples <laughs> of leaders that we've worked with um and how they do that you know how yeah. they how they address difficult topics in effective ways um i think this also you know this is a nice segue to the active listening podcast we did mm-hmm, as well yeah because i think when i think about leaders you know that communication so it's important really that at like 
that active that ability to to really when you sit down with somebody who you know you really feel like you're is actually present and is really tuned into you or tuned into the people around them you feel like everybody can rise up with right. them because nobody feels like they're being squished down right so i think that that's a good uh place to pause yeah um and we'll talk more about different types of leadership some examples of of leaders that that we're familiar with from our mostly professional experiences um, in in our next next episode. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.